ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good afternoon and welcome. Welcome one and all to a finally Friday edition. It's game day. And it's game time. We welcome you into the program. Tom Barfield in Mesquite, Texas, Ward White's in Temple, Texas, and Aaron Sexton back in our Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And we welcome you into the program. Game time. It's uh, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and our 4 o'clock hour service of good feet. Glad to have you with us as we uh, roll through a Friday afternoon. Ward White's. Man, we have put in a lot of work to get here, but it is finally here. We're just a couple of hours away from seeing some Texas schoolboy football. Yeah, it's been a whole lot of fun uh, trying to get everything ready. And, you know, we kind of look at each other at the first of the week and go, I don't know how this is going to work, but somehow (laughs) we always do. We get it working, and uh, we're here in press boxes on a Friday afternoon. The band is on the field right now doing their pregame warm-up, their afternoon practice on a Friday. in fact, Tom, we just had a little rainstorm here in Temple, Texas, about a few minutes, Did lasted about really? five minutes, a downpour, and now the sun's back out, so cool things off a little bit here on a football Friday. We're, we're in Mesquite for the uh, for the uh, for the uh, Waco High game tonight in, in here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, you and I talked a, a lot this week about this stadium, and you know they've revamped it. It's beautiful, I'm telling you right now, Mesquite Memorial. But you were, you kept talking about the tower. At the uh, at the south end of the stadium, do you know what that tower is for? Because I'm telling you, that is a monster of a tower. Well, it used to be an old radio tower back in the day. I don't know; it may have flipped to a cell phone tower by this time, but I don't know. Is it still a radio tower? Oh, it, it, it's got some STLs on it. There's no question, but I, there's got to be other stuff there too. You know, Mesquite is one of the rare and few school districts that have a a, a school radio station. So. Uh, and it's a good one, too, by the way. Uh, so I know that's probably part of it, but I've never seen a tower. It's not just, you know, a straight up and down red and white tower. This is, this is. I mean, it looks like a figure eight when you look at it. It is, And it is a monster here at the South Yeah, it's an old school radio tower. It's been there for many, many years. And, and I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know exactly when that tower went up, but it's been there a very long time. And, yeah, it, it's, it's iconic looking. There's no doubt about it. Well, partner, we, we as we mentioned, we do have high school football all across Central Texas, and and uh, you're in Temple. We've got uh, we've got a crew that's headed to a college station for College Station or for A and M Consolidated rather and University, and of course we'll have the uh, West Mesquite Wranglers and the uh, Waco Lions. There's a lot of other great games, Ward, uh, that are going on in in Central Texas, and I'm telling you, I'm pretty jazzed to kind of follow the uh, the Franklin and Lorena football game. That's going to be a great football game. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, Tom. You know, you got two top ten teams going at each other, and you know, there's a lot of anticipation about Franklin. They're ranked number one coming into the season, and Lorena's right up there with them. But you know, this Franklin football team is—if you go watch the Franklin line play, it, it's old school football. They're gonna—they're gonna put it on the ground, and they're gonna try to run the ball as much as they possibly can. And then they'll lull you to sleep and throw the ball down the field just before you know it, and it's in the end zone. It's a fun team to watch play football, and that's exactly the approach they're probably going to take tonight as well. 
you know, there's a, another one that I was I was thinking about, and that's uh, Lexington and West. Uh, another what I think could be a terrific matchup. Yeah, West is a team that wants to get uh, go deeper into the playoffs this year. They've got some guys that are coming back, and uh, they're going to look to try to start it off tonight. And that's another team that that likes to be able to control the tempo of a football game. And if they can do that more times than not, that puts the West Trojans in a good situation. Kirk Mull does a terrific job with, with the uh, Lexington Eagles, and, and they year in and year out make deep runs in the playoffs. So I think that's a fun one to, to get started with. And, you know, sure. I think, what is it, Bosqueville and Clifton, there's a lot of really good football games. Uh, Crawford and, and, and Goathwaite and just some terrific matchups in Central Texas that uh, – It'll be a lot of fun to kind of keep an eye on tonight. Well, and look, you say it all the time. If you start your season off with good competition, you learn a lot more about your football team than just going out there and scheduling somebody that you know that you're going to be able to beat and beat handily and get some guys in the game. That does you no good going into district play. So seeing these top ten matchups and games like this that are very going to be very competitive, or at least we think they are going into the contest, that's better for these football teams, and coaches know that. They know that they have to get ready for a grueling district because the teams you just mentioned, hey, it's no cakewalk in their district either. Ward, let's uh, switch gears a second and talk a little bit about uh, about uh, college football. The Bears have gone through a simulated game week, and, and, of course, I guess today would be kind of putting the finishing touches on that game week. We were uh, We were having some conversations on the way up here today, didn't know this, but the University of Texas, they're actually going to go and they're going to do simulate a game situation as well. They're going to stay in a hotel tonight as if it was a game night. And I think that's a great idea. I mean, you do everything just like you're going to do on a Friday night before a Saturday football game and continue to do that because, look, you've got some new guys, and especially in their situation, you've got a new coaching staff. You know, it's, it's a great way to get to know each other a little bit more and just have that normal feel when you get to week one so you're not walking around going, well, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to sit, I don't know what to do. It's just something that you go through. And you heard Coach Stewart on Wednesday night talk about, you know, even in the spring for the Temple Wildcats before their spring game, before a game, they all go out to eat together somewhere here in town for home games. And, of course, on the road, they stop and eat somewhere. Well, before the spring game this year, the Temple Wildcats went out to eat and then came back to the stadium and had their spring game. Just so you go through those motions and it's not all new to you. I think it's a great idea. So we we know that Dave Aranda said that that's exactly what they were going to do this week. So next week there's no surprises. And he did talk about game planning for Texas State. And I'm just curious. I'm wondering if he put the entire plan in or if he just gave them a taste of it and, and uh, then, you know, they'll, they'll get to work on Sunday going forward with the, the entire game plan. Or do you think maybe they've already got a taste of that game plan and know exactly what they're going to do and they'll just repeat the feat next week? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't, I don't really know the answer to that. They could do it either way. I, I would probably, if it was me, just go through – everything that you're going to do. Maybe give them some looks with the scout team of what Texas State looks at. But I think you kind of do the normalcy of what you're trying to do and get that. I don't know if the scouting report was issued uh, on Monday or Sunday night for the meeting or if they're going to do that this week, introduce the scouting report and give them all the information they need and then really dive deep into the game plan 
coming up on Sunday night and Monday. I, I don't know. But either way that they choose to do it, you know, I think it's fine. Um, but one thing you don't want to do, in, in my opinion, is you don't want that game plan and everything that you're doing to get stale. So you're going through the second week of it, and all of a sudden you lose some of the attention that you think you might need during game week to get them ready. Because, you know, you've heard coaches before in an open week, well, they really sometimes don't even look at the scouting report or the game plan for their weak opponent coming up after the bye week. They just go back to basics and work on football things and do those type of things for that week and then implement the game plan coming up on Sunday night. Now, one thing that will take place tomorrow, and it'll be at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon at McLean Stadium, it's it's the annual Meet the Bears event. and a chance for the uh, fans and the public to come out and, and, and meet this football team and get an autograph, maybe a picture, I don't know, and uh, just and just have some fun in a social environment. And that will be tomorrow afternoon, so that sounds like a lot of fun. That will be a good time, and it always is. And last year fans didn't get an opportunity to do that. Remember, because of COVID, they didn't have the Meet the Bears at the stadium, so it wasn't an opportunity for fans to get out. So I expect there would be a lot of people there, and, you know, they, they enjoy – being able to see the team really for the first time and get a chance to meet some of the players and and do those type of things. It's going to be a whole lot of fun for the fans to be out there. And, look, the the players enjoy that too. They enjoy the interaction and the ability to do that, and it's a great way to introduce the 2021 Bears to the fans. All right. uh, Again, Ward White's is down in Temple at Wildcat Stadium where the uh, Austin-Westlake Chaparrales will come calling. I'm in uh, Mesquite where the uh, Lions – We'll uh, open up against West Mesquite, uh, and uh, we'll have that one for you at 6.30 here tonight on ESPN Central Texas and over on Star 104.9. It'll be University and A&M Consolidated. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the Dallas Cowboys and what's going on with the Pokes as they get ready for their final preseason game on Sunday and then uh, start uh, game preparation for the, uh, the season opener against Tampa Bay. We'll do that in just a second. But right now, we're going to talk about our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. John Emery, Braden Emery, the entire Emery family do a tremendous job. They've been serving Central Texas as a family since 1943. Folks, that's four generations. Stop and think about that. 1943, they began serving Central Texas in, in, in helping folks with their needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, well, they built their reputation one customer at a time, and, you know, they've got a simple objective, and that is to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They carry all sizes of pipes from one-half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. Also, square tubing, one-half inch to six inches for all your weekend projects, such as, you know, those deer stands and those ornamental iron jobs. And they also have American-made grade 60 rebar, three-eighth inch, up to three-quarter inch. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has locations in Bryan and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5. They'll be open tomorrow from 8 until noon. And, of course, you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Remember, Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they deliver and unload Pioneer Steel and Pipe. 
Waco Lions football on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barfield inviting you to join Darren Burrow, Coach Johnny Tusa, and me this Friday night as the Lions open the 2021 season against the Wranglers of West Mesquite High School. Our pregame show begins at 6.30. We'll have the kickoff at 7 o'clock. Following the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We do have a chance of an isolated shower or isolated thunderstorm early this evening. I do think most high school football games, though, will stay dry. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies and lows dropping to 74 degrees. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies, we do have a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, about a 30% chance and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Searching for popular jewelry at affordable prices? Do yourself a favor and check out Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Ponds. Large selection of men's and women's gold, silver, and stainless steel jewelry. Their inventory includes rings, necklaces, chains, bracelets, and earrings, plus jewelry for the western crowd and biker enthusiasts. Stainless steel jewelry starts at $19.99. Also, they offer 90 days same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, 254-662-4803. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-thru, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL has proposed increasing COVID-19 testing for vaccinated players as cases surge around the country and multiple teams deal with case clusters that have sidelined problem players and coaches. The league wants to move from testing every 14 days to testing every seven days. Number 24, Utah, is named as starting quarterback. Former Bear Charlie Brewer will get the nod when the season opens September 2nd against Weber State. Rangers start a series with the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University Trojans at AM Consolidated on Star 104.9. Waco High at West Mesquite on ESPN Central Texas. Both those pregames start at 6.30. And the Temple Wildcats host Austin Westlake on Fox Sports Central Texas. That pregame starts at 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back. We are uh, in Mesquite, Texas this afternoon. This is Game Time, and Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels, Don Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Our 4 o'clock hour, a service of good feet uh, in the uh, 
uh, in the Central Texas marketplace near Cabela's. Aaron Sexton, let's uh, let's talk a little about a little bit about the Cowboys and, and, and what's going on there. Obviously, the uh, the best news that's come out of Cowboy camp in the last couple of days is the fact that uh, that Dak Prescott is back working with the uh, the team. Now, there's no way he plays Sunday, but uh, you got to feel a lot better about the the Cowboy quarterback situation with Dak back at the quarterback spot. Oh, absolutely. And some of the throws that I got to watch in highlights that he made, I mean, it, you know, you, I was really leery the way that they were talking about his injury and thinking that they were underplaying it. And maybe they weren't. Maybe it was just a little soreness and he worked it out and he's good to go. It sure looked like it in, you know, in, some, in most of his throws that I saw. Well, I kept thinking maybe it was a little more severe than they, what they were really lead, uh, leading us to believe. And that's why they held him out of all of those reps, and why they they had him uh, going through all of the rehab, and why they why they didn't let him touch really touch a football until a few days ago, and and then start making throws. And you know, so I, who knows? I mean, but the bottom line is, this is a football team that uh, that is desperate to have Dak Prescott on the football field, and they're going to have him on the football field for opening night. Yeah, this that Dak Prescott on the uh, whether he's playing or not makes a difference between whether they possibly make the playoffs and whether they're in the running for the overall top draft pick. I mean, he makes that big of a difference on this team. In the NFC East, this is a team, talent-wise, when you look at their talent pool, you would think this is a team that really does have a, a, uh, a chance to contend for the NFC East championship. I mean, there's not a great football team that has separated themselves in the East. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Giants I don't think are very good on either side of the ball. They added some skill position players, but I don't think it makes much of a difference with Daniel Jones at quarterback. Um, the Eagles, they hey, added Smith from Alabama, but, you know, you've got Hurts, who's who's a young quarterback. You, you know he can run. You're still not sure. I mean, I think his completion percentage was under 60% last year, so you're not sure as, about him as an all-around quarterback. And – the Redskins have one of the top defenses in the league, but their quarterback is Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's a reason why he's been on half the teams in the NFL, you know. Kellen Moore was uh, met with the press, and he said that he was incredibly proud of, of how Dak Prescott handled his business during this basic shutdown. Uh, obviously, I'm sure Dak would love to be out there this, this whole training camp, but you know things like this happen. Uh, I thought he handled it really, really well. Uh, I think our our team did, and uh, I think we're at a point now where you know we're still this week, next week, and then obviously right into the re- regular week for Tampa Bay. And so we got a little bit of time on our hands here, and we can ramp it up. I, I, when I heard that this morning and was was checking that out this morning, Aaron, I started laughing. I thought. Obviously, he didn't see hard knocks because <laughs> Dak Prescott was not real happy about being shut down early in this process. Yeah, he, 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 the first episode, even I think that was filmed before he was really having arm problems, I think. And uh, he was mad every time they took him off the field and the, and the backups were getting reps. He was like, I should be getting these reps. I want to be out there. Right, let's go. He was not happy. Now, uh, Kellen Moore did go on to say that he thought that, you know, if everything goes well, that this could be a very special offensive unit. Yeah, we feel great about where we're at. Obviously, uh, you know, we, we the, dealt with the guys that were coming back from injury this past year, but I uh, feel like we're in a great position. We're, we're, 
we're uh, we're really excited about where this thing's going to go. We feel great about the players. Um, we're just excited for this thing. And uh, you know, every season's got its challenges, got its uh, ups and downs. We're going to run into some hurdles as we go. Uh, but I think we're really really excited. Hopefully, we grew a lot. Certainly, I felt like I grew a lot just just dealing with the ups and downs last year and different circumstances that come up. Because inevitably, that's what that's what the NFL is. It's a 17 you know game season now in the regular season, and you hope for more after that. And so you got to be able to handle handle some some challenges, some injuries, whatnot, and. So uh, we'll see where this thing takes us. You agree? I do. I do. Um, you don't know how much better the defense is going to be, but with the weapons they have. I'm talking about just pure, just from the offensive perspective, just where they are on the offensive side of the football with Prescott back and apparently healthy, uh, a much trimmed down Ezekiel Elliott, and, and maybe just – you know, listening to them a little bit, maybe a little more focus and in tune with what they're trying to do. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, obviously a very deep receiving core. Man, you know, in obvi- the offensive line has to be better. I mean, it, I don't think it can get, get much worse. And, you know, if, if they're healthy and, and in place, man, w- what part's missing? Nothing. That's what, yeah, I mean, uh, this team can – they may need to some games if the defense doesn't significantly approve, but they can score 30 a game easily. I mean, you've got three really good wide receivers. You said uh, slim down Zeke, uh, top, I don't know, you know, depending on whether you, where you rank a healthy Dak, I rank him in easily in the top 10. Uh, this is, and the offensive line is good. They just have to s- stay healthy, which has been a problem in the last couple of years, but as you said, if they stay healthy, this is going to be a really, really good offense and hard to stop. Yeah, and it's it's going to have to be an offense that may have to score some points in certain games, but we'll see how it goes. But, uh, again, they'll they'll play Jacksonville Sunday. It's an 11 o'clock broadcast on ESPN Central Texas with a 12 noon kickoff. And, uh, you know, and it's a chance. It's really a, a true dress rehearsal, Aaron, for the Cowboys because it's game day Sunday. I mean, you've played on – Thursday, you played on Friday, you played on Saturday, and you'll play on some of those days. But for the most part, this is a league that plays on Sunday, and the Cowboys will uh, will open with Jacksonville. Although I was looking at the schedule in September, uh, they play on every day of the week. It looks like <laughs> in the regular season, they got a Monday night game. They got uh, you know, so they got a little bit of everything. But this this will feel like a regular season game, I think, even though the starters are not going to play and guys are out there competing for jobs, it will. I think it will have the same feel as a regular season game because you are kicking off at, at 12 noon. Yeah, you get to go through the the regular game day routine. As you said, there's a lot of days with the Cowboys where they're not playing on Sunday, including, you know, the game uh, week one. Game one. Yeah, yeah, kicking off the NFL season against the defending Super Bowl champs. They didn't uh, didn't do the Cowboys a lot of favors as far as, as how they started the season. So, anyway, the Cowboys will play Jacksonville, and that will be Sunday at noon. And, again, our broadcast at 11. And then that will be it Tuesday, I believe, is uh, you, you have to have your roster set on Tuesday, and then the Cowboys will go to work for that Thursday night, September the ninth season opener against the uh, defending world champion uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and and uh, that should be fun. It's uh, Thursday night, so hey, let's put the uh, let's put the Cowboys up against the world champs right out of the box. But uh, <laughs> that's you know t- ratings. We all know what it's about. So there you go. All right, so we're going to take a second here, and we are going to talk about 
our good friends over at Good Feet in the Central Texas Park uh, Marketplace. Uh, if 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 you have some back pains, maybe some hip pain, uh, maybe even pain in your knees, and that's where that's where it got me. Uh, then it may not be your back or your knees or your hip that's causing the problem. It may be your feet. It may be your arch support system. Why not go to Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace? Go through a free consultation and fitting. Get get to know those folks. Understand what they're all about, and they'll explain the process. They'll explain what their products do, and uh, and, and and it may be right up your alley, and it may it may be just what you need to uh, to heal those pains. And, and you, you got to understand, it's a total body wellness program with structural supports and. You know, balance and alignment of the knees and the hips and the back to make you feel a lot better. And and it's and I promise you, they're going to take you through this this process, and they're going to make sure that the arch supports that they that they get you are going to be designed for you. There's you see, there's 350 different sizes, 25 different styles, so uh, you can uh, you you're going to get something that fits exactly to your specification and your needs, and whether you know whether the uh, whether it's the strengthener, the maintainer, or the relaxer, they're going to take care of you over at Good Feet. They're open seven days a week. They're open Monday through Saturday from 10 until 6, and on Sundays from noon until 5. And, again, it's a free consultation and fitting at Good Feet. Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott Man all along with the goal line. All season. 43 yards, a touchdown, and a touchdown dance. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Jacksonville Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that 
football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Last Chance Bar and Bell Mead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events, log on to Last Chance Bar. RTX.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The NFL has proposed increasing COVID-19 testing for vaccinated players as cases surge around the country and multiple teams deal with case clusters that have sidelined prominent players and coaches. The league wants to move from testing every 14 days to testing every seven days. Number 24, Utah, is named its starting quarterback. Former Bear Charlie Brewer will get the nod when the season opens September 2nd against Weber State. Rangers start a series with the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University Trojans at AM Consolidated on Star 104.9. Waco High at West Mesquite on ESPN Central Texas. Both those pregames start at 6.30. And the Temple Wildcats host Austin Westlake on Fox Sports Central Texas. That pregame starts at 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time, and we are joined now by Ricky Thompson. Ricky, good afternoon. How are you? Good, guys. How are you all? Doing terrific. We appreciate the time today. All right, let's let's just go right at it. Uh, well, let's start with with Charlie Brewer. Your thoughts of Charlie winning the job uh, in in his transfer situation? I think it's great. I'm not real surprised by that. I think last year. Anybody that watched closely could tell that Charlie wasn't healthy. Uh, I don't. I don't think he was healthy when the season started, and I know he wasn't when it was over. So, uh, I think both concussion-wise, and I think there was a shoulder issue I, that was never talked about. But Charlie's arm was not as we had seen it in the past, and I just think with that he really struggled and. I think, remember, too, guys, Charlie spent a lot of time running for his life, and that makes a difference back there. And uh, it's really a shame that some of our own people got on Charlie after everything that he's done. But 
I think it was a good move for him. I think it was a good move probably for even Baylor. I think clearly uh, we would have been in better shape going in knowing that he was going to be the starter if he came back and he was healthy. But also you've got the mix these days of transfers. If he comes back, do you lose two guys? I don't know. I think you might. But I'm really happy for Charlie. I'm glad he's starting. I hope he stays healthy, and, and I hope he has a really good year. And then, of course, here with the Bears, uh, Bohannon named the starter, and and now things can start to develop around him, and and for lack of a better term, this can start to be his football team, right? That's right, and for Gary's sake, I hope that works out really well. He's such a good kid. He's worked really hard. He's been as patient as you can be in a situation like this, and He's uh, he's a smart kid. He's worked really hard to learn this offense. And I tell you what, guys, Saturday in the scrimmage, he threw two of the best deep balls I've ever seen. Now, Saturday to scrimmage isn't Saturday at a game, and there's a difference. We all know that. But those were two really, really good throws. And the other thing it seems to me is that these kids on offense really like him. They like playing with him. And I don't know if that's personality i don't know if it's the fact that every now and then he takes off with the football and makes a great run and he doesn't dodge people when he does it he can run over them and buy them uh, i just think all those factors that go into being a good quarterback gary has now he's got to prove it on the field but i'm happy for him that he's got that chance and from what i saw saturday it was the right decision for right now that gary bohannon starts against texas state what does Sean Bell and, and Coach Grimes do to keep the other guys uh, locked in, focused in, and because they're, they're somebody's a snap away, as you as you know. Yeah, and that's not easy because those kids wanted to play, and I think fair enough as it was, that was a true competition. I don't think anybody knew who the guy was going to be going into camp, and. It ended up being Gary, and those other two guys want to play. In the case of Shapin, you've got a redshirt freshman. He knows he has a lot of time left. Uh, Zeno, sophomore, uh, not quite as much time. But I don't think – how long has it been since we've had a quarterback take every snap, guys? It's been a while. So, those guys, if not both of them, sometime during the year are going to play, and they may end up playing a lot. And – I think that's Sean's job to keep them ready, keep them alert. And I, I've got a lot of confidence in Sean. I've watched him work with these guys, work with the quarterbacks. And I think we're really in a good position and fortunate to have him back there. But it's a job, and we all know it, to keep backup quarterbacks happy, much less ready to play. Those are two different things. And I think you've got to keep them some of both. With uh, Ricky, with all the uh, d- defensive returners um, coming back for the Bears this year, how much are they going to lean on that defense, especially early on in the year? Well, I, I think they'll lean on them all season. I just think if this defense plays anywhere near as they did last year with the talent they have coming back, 10 starters, and then Apu in the middle on top of that, if we stay healthy, they could be really good. I mean, I think everybody in the country has said they'll be a top-20 defense. I'm not really sure what that means, but 
I think they're going to be pretty good. And I remember last year, Oklahoma and Norman, we really shut those guys down like probably no one else did. If we would have had any offense that day, that would have really been a game. It was anyway. But if we would have been able to move the football and put points on the board, uh, OU would have had a tough day. So uh, I think we'll rely on them all season long. I'm really looking forward to it. It's their second year in the system. Uh, There's a ton of experience back there. And if they stay healthy, I think they can be really good. Talking with Ricky Thompson uh, from Alliance Bank of Central Texas and, of course, the uh, sideline analyst for the uh, Baylor Radio Network. And, Ricky, uh, Coach Aranda said that this week basically was, I I guess, a dress rehearsal, if you will. It was a walkthrough. They they treated this week like it was a game week, even though there's not a game on Saturday, uh, in, in preparation for game week next week. What does that look like? I mean, what, what exactly did they get done this week? Uh, and then did they? you think they put in the entire game plan? I know that he t- probably talked about Texas State and maybe even put some stuff in for you know, this week, but did they put the whole plan in, in, in your opinion? Is that what you do when you do the walkthrough? I, I doubt it. I think more probably what he was talking about is what does a game week look like? What does Monday look like on game week? What do we do Tuesday? What do we do Wednesday? What do we do Thursday? And I think that's more what they were doing as how long is our work out on Tuesday? How long is our work out on Wednesday? Is it this much offense, this much defense? And then what do we do on our Friday before game day? How do we handle that? I think it's more of just a preparation of what a game week looks like. I don't know that it's necessarily the actual plan, I would be very shocked if part of it wasn't. That's that's the advantage of that first game and having this camp time is that I would certainly have expected some of this week to, be, to have been spent on Texas State, but not all of it. I think the final planning will be done next week. And fortunately, I hope that, too, we've had time to, if there's any little nagging injuries, to, to get over those and get your legs back. Uh, camp's tough you lose some of the strength and uh just your legs are tired your body's tired and i'm hopeful that this week was partly getting some of that back all right now i know you're busy are you in are you going to get a chance to go see some high school football tonight well i'm not i did look at the list of games uh this morning and man there's (laughs) games everywhere i we know the local schools are playing. Uh, that's all fun. I guess the one that stuck out to me some was Temple and Westlake. Uh, yeah. Westlake, what, ranked number one in one of the polls I know that I saw. So that could be a heck of a game. For game number one, guys, that's that's a pretty good draw, Temple and, and Westlake. So it's just fun to see it all back, man. It's, watch the scoreboards tonight at, what, 1030 or 11 on the news. It's, it's here when you start high school football, and it's a full slate today. Now, will and I'm gonna jump back to to, to Baylor because I'm, I'm I'm always fascinated by this. So next week obviously is game week. Does that start on Sunday for these players, or does that start on Monday? Nah, I bet it starts on Sunday. I think it'll be similar. And, and again, we're going back to they're going through their week of a game, and if that's the case, Sunday's always film day. They loosen up. They lift weights, go to the trainer, 
get any type of treatment that they might need. And I'm betting with this too, the film work on this one, since there's not necessarily going to be a scrimmage, the film work is going to be Texas State. So I'm betting Sunday is full out Texas State getting ready to go the next Saturday. And man, that's close. Six o'clock next Saturday night in San Marcos. <laughs> and I, can we talk about that? It, it's fun. Some of these games, you wonder why you play at Texas State. I think we take advantage of it and have a huge crowd. This this needs to be like a home game on the road, guys. A little bit like SMU several years ago when you look up and said, man, is this in Waco or Dallas? I think that's the way this needs to be. We need to have a big crowd down there. And I'm going to be surprised with the fact that these stadiums are open now. I'll be really disappointed if we don't have a really big showing in San Marcos next Saturday. Hey, Ricky, let me just tell you, we're going to treat it that way. Uh, you know, as you know, we do an ex- extended pregame for the home games out in uh, out in Touchdown Alley or, or you know, the tailgating area and all that stuff. Uh, we're going to be in San Marcos. We're going to be with Doug Furch and his group, and we're going to be there with a, a two-hour pregame show leading into your two-hour pregame show. Well, that's all. I'm, I am really glad to hear that. I think it makes a difference. I bet there's a huge crowd at your tent and at the pregame. I hope so. I know sometimes J.J. and I come over to that tent and do some pregame talk about game planning, so we may even be there. I, I just That's that's exciting. I, I think this is fun, and I, I'm kind of taking this to the other side. People wonder why we're playing on the road at Texas State. I kind of like it. It's a road game, yet I think we'll have a huge crowd. So I, I'm excited about the way it opens. And, you know, guys, going, we're, we're talking ahead, but – Something that's going to be fun about this season is that mid-year BYU non-conference mm-hmm. game at home, particularly with all the talk about some conference realignment and things you've heard and, and here and teams you've heard of. I think that's going to be a big one, guys, riding in the middle of October. Staff familiarity, maybe? <laughs> uh, just a little bit. <laughs> maybe an offensive line coach and offensive coordinator. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I so, think so. And with seven home games, and as you mentioned, Texas State, if we want it to be, can be a home game. You're literally looking at about eight home games, you know, and, and shoot, that's uh, that, that's good stuff. Well, it is. Uh, you've got the two outliers there, Texas and OU, both coming to Waco. Uh, I'm sure that our student section will have a few comments on that for the visiting <laughs> bench. That'll be fun. Uh, but – not often do you have seven at home and then another one uh, 90 miles down the road or 120, whatever San Marcos is, not very far. But uh, just what a great schedule really is. I think this is six home games normally, seven, another close. Then we have, what, KU, Kansas State on the road. Uh, what's the other conference game on the road? I'm blank. We've got Iowa State here. Uh, Oklahoma State. Where's West Virginia? Oklahoma State. So those yeah. those three are really the the distant road games, Oklahoma State and the two Kansas schools, and that's it. All right, Rick, I appreciate it, and uh, you're right. Uh, next week we we start we'll start breaking it down and letting you give us a game plan, and and we'll do those kind of things. Hey, talk a little bit about Alliance Bank of Central Texas. What's going on over there? And and uh, what do, what do folks need to know about that 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 uh, that nice beautiful facility? Well, I tell you what, we've been out here. I guess it was a year in March, so about eighteen months. Uh, the first year of it actually had the lobby closed. Believe it or not, we were all in the middle of 
COVID as we still are. Our lobby's open. We're excited to be out on this end of town. Uh, not many people know it. We're in the process of going into the Temple Belt and Clean area too, which is in your listening area. So for those people over there, they'll have a line spent for Texas as part of those communities soon. And we're really excited about that. Yeah, it's fun to watch it grow. Hey, Rick, I appreciate your time today. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, have fun tonight calling football. We'll do it. Hey, talk to you soon. That is uh, Ricky Thompson from Alliance Bank of Central Texas and, of course, the uh, sideline analyst uh, for the uh, Baylor Radio Network. He's been with uh, – he and, and J.J. And, and John have been together for a long time and do a tremendous job. All right, it is a 446, 14 away from 5. We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we're going to get to the Ranger Roundup. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> The China Spring Coaches Show with Brian Bell. Brought to you by Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, Triple S Sports, Benchmark Mortgage, and First National Bank of Central Texas. China Spring Cougars made a run in the playoffs a year ago, picking up 10 wins for the first time in Brian Bell's career there at China Spring. And, Coach, it looks like you got a chance to at least repeat the feat. you got a lot of guys coming back this year. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, uh, I don't know about repeating a 10-win season. We're just trying to take it one week at a time, but the guys have been really working hard so far this football season, and uh, we did have some returners that are, that are some uh, have some valuable experience on playing, playing football on Friday night, so uh, we're excited about what we're putting together. Which side of the ball do you feel you have the most experience, offense or defense? Uh, definitely defense. Uh, I think we've got seven guys returning on defense, and we've had some other guys that were um, either juniors on JV or backup players for our defense last year that have really stepped up and uh, taken on some roles this football season, and they're doing a good job. Offensively, uh, we got some younger guys, inexperienced guys. Uh, they're practicing hard, and, and they're coming along just fine. Usually when you have big, successful seasons like that, sometimes you get some coaching turnovers. Did you lose any coaches? you have to replace anybody? Uh, no, sir. We didn't lose one coach. Um, so um, anytime you can keep things consistent from one year to the next um, and, and not have as much turnover, that's really good for our kids. And I think that says a lot for the quality of life that we have here at China Spring and that our administration allows us to have. Is And it's, a, it's an awesome place to be, and we're excited. You start off the season against Trinity Christian. What kind of challenge does that present? Uh, and it might be one of the biggest teams that we play all season. they got a lot of size, um, a couple receivers that are over 6'3", 6 6'4". 6 uh, so we're going to have our hands full on the perimeter. Um, but, you know, they're uh, like I said, they're well coached, and they're going to play hard, and uh, that's going to create some problems for us. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. 
They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face -face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning, no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, let's talk a little Ranger baseball here this afternoon. The uh, Texas Rangers lose last night to the uh, Cleveland Indians, so they lose the series two games to one. It was Cleveland 10 and Texas 6. The uh, Rangers now 44 and 83 on the season, and uh, the uh, Rangers... Uh, they uh, they got a they got a big hit uh, from DJ Peters in the ball game last night. And here's the pitch. And there's a high drive down the right field line, slicing at the foul pole. That ball is history. A home run for DJ Peters. That one is just barely fair. It's his fifth home run as a Ranger, and Cleveland's lead is cut to nine six. So the uh, nine six, and it ended up being ten six. Now, uh, our stat of the day is uh, about Andy Abanez. How about this, uh, Aaron? Two for five last night. So a multi-hit game. He extended his career best hitting streak to ten games. And when you're looking for positives from young players, that's got to be one. Yeah, there's there's actually been a, a a few in the last you know week or two glimmers of hope, which is something because it's been a pretty miserable season so far yeah it's the uh, it's the second longest active hitting streak in the american league so and it's good to see and, and and again when there's a lot of guys that get a hitting streak going and you know it's a one for four or one for five and you're like well you know that's nice but but not for abanez uh, abanez is 19 for 38 with five rbis during the streak that's 500 he's hitting 500 over his last 10 games and again, like last night, he had a multi-hit game with with the two for five. So good stuff there for Andy Abanez. And the uh, Rangers are are uh, back in action tonight, taking on the Houston Astros, and uh, they open up a series there. All right, so that is our Ranger Roundup. Ranger Roundup this afternoon, brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. This September. Baylor Bear football is back. Slipping one man. It's Sneed. He's go. into the end zone. Wow, what a move. He's pressured, and he's down. Oh, he's got Abner for a touchdown. The 2021 season kicks off Saturday, September 4th, as Baylor hits the road against Texas State. Our coverage begins at 4 on your home for Bears football. ESPN Central Texas. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. 
If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Get ready, get set, go. Run, don't walk to Waco's newest sidewalk obstacle courses. Fun for the whole family. Get active visiting each unique obstacle course at three local parks. You can find our new community-inspired sidewalk obstacle courses at the Bledsoe Miller, Dewey, and South Waco Park, right next to the playground area. Get outside, get active, and most of all, have fun. This message is brought to you by Live Well Waco and the Waco McLennan County Public Health District. For more information, visit us on the Live Well Waco Facebook page. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Our four o'clock hour, a service of good feed in the Central Texas marketplace. Tom Barfield, Aaron Sexton, Ward White, we're glad you're with us. And Joined now by uh, Coach Johnny Tusa. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Tom. How are you doing? Doing terrific. It is uh, football 2021. It's uh, it's finally here. It is finally here, and it is here uh, on time and without uh, any interruptions, we hope. Coach, let's talk about what's going on in the Waco ISD. Obviously, you, you've been down the path that both of these guys are going through. Uh, Lennon Health at Waco High and, and Ken Lasseter at, at University, and that's moving into a new situation and having to hire a staff, having to get to know the kids, uh, in all of that process. Uh, and, and I think we both feel very positive about these guys. And as we talked about, it's going to take a little time to kind of get things going. But talk a little bit about the process that they're going through. Yeah, Tom, of course, uh, you know, uh, both of these uh, young men came uh, came in here with uh, outstanding credentials, uh, of course, uh, Coach Laster was at uh, Central uh, Little Rock and uh, turned that program around, and it had been down for quite some time, and he, he, he got them on the right track. Uh, Coach Health, uh, defensive coordinator at South Grand Prairie, uh, uh, that's a storied program. They've had a lot of great teams there. Both of them came in, Tom, uh, uh, 
first of all, uh, having uh, having gotten the, the full support of the administration, and that's important. Uh, and, and, and both of them came in at a better time because they had time to uh, learn their kids and go through a spring training. That's really important because uh, the worst thing that can happen to a guy is to come in after spring training, somebody else's uh, offense, somebody else's defense, and now you're trying to you're trying to implement. But uh, with that with that said, when you come into a new situation, you have juniors and seniors that have been in, been under an entirely different program, with uh, with different regimen, uh, different. Uh, uh, talking points, different different styles, and uh, it's uh, it's really a, it, it's really a tenuous type situation coming in and 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 turning things around your way right away. Uh, that takes some time, and uh, I think both of them have done done remarkably well. I know they scrimmaged each other last week, and both came away with some positives and some minuses uh, naturally. But uh, I would say, Tom, from from my experience. You don't start. Uh, you don't start getting getting everything you want until sometime in that second year, and uh, that can be anywhere from the first game to the middle of the season. The experiences that I've had uh, have uh, have led me to uh, to that conclusion. But uh, by and large, uh, both of them uh, uh, work diligently to get things going and going, and everybody works to do well in the first year. This is not to say they can't do well. Uh, I was fortunate when I took over that consolidated job in 1986. We went nine and one. Uh, that doesn't happen very often, but because we had the right leadership, and because people had come from from different programs and and uh, came in there and and meshed and, and and worked together, we were able to do some good things. And that's that's a possibility for both of these guys. Uh, time will tell. I know they both. Uh, they both probably feel like they haven't had enough time to get get everything implemented, but uh, you know it's a it's going to be a it's going to be a challenge for both of them this year. Uh, people have to be patient. You have to give these guys time to get the in, the uh, the entire brunt of their program in place. They got to get the players to buy in, but they also got to get mom and dad and the community to buy in. Absolutely, you know everybody. Everybody that's hired in the springs on that six-month six honeymoon, uh, you don't have to play anybody, and everybody's everybody's your friend. We're we're doing things. Now, once the season starts, all of that changes. You know, uh, when you start putting numbers on the scoreboard, uh, winning or losing, that uh, that that begins to play a role onto uh, perceptions and uh, and how uh, how people uh, see you. So it's a, you know, it's 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 a. Uh, it's it's a deal where you you've just got a lot of a lot of strings to pull and uh, you just uh, hope that you can pull the right ones. Should be a lot of fun tonight uh, as the uh, Lions open with West Mesquite. Should be a great ball game. Uh, West Mesquite uh, uh, under second year uh, uh, coach this uh, this time around, which they're they're expecting big things. Of course, uh, Waco High is uh, under a brand new coach, uh, Lyndon Health, and uh, it should be a a very good ball game, highly competitive, and uh, probably one of the better matchups in the area tonight. And we do have some great football games going on in Central Texas on on this opening Friday night. I was just look, just looking at the uh, some of the uh, Central Texas schedule, and, and man, we got some terrific games. Well, Central Texas is loaded with uh, good football teams, especially time in the middle and lower classifications. There should be some 
some really uh, outstanding ball games. You know, we've got some powerful teams. Of course, you know, in the area, uh, Mart, uh, La Vega, you know, Conley, uh, all all these people, Arena, all of them have played well and and gone deep in the playoffs year in and year out. And uh, I don't think this year will be any exception. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a state championship come out of Central Texas this year. You know, one I was just thinking about it. Uh, one of the things that you told me a long time ago when I was asked, I asked you about the uh, the Jefferson Moore program. You took over a Jefferson Moore program that uh, struggling is is. is <laughs> that, hey, I don't even know if that describes it. Uh, in the midst of a of a losing streak, and the losing streak kept continuing. And I asked, I asked you, I said, how did you know that you were doing the right thing? And and you said something. You said, well, when we when we started, we were getting beat 45 to nothing, and then the next year we were getting beat 28 to 14. And, I mean, you just kept closing the gap, didn't yeah. you, Coach Tucson? We were getting better. We weren't getting wins on the scoreboard, but we were getting better. Internally, we knew that we were headed in the right direction. And the thing, Tom, that you have to do, you cannot throw the baby out with the bathwater. You have got to stay the course. You have got to believe in what you're doing and – it, it, it's not going to be the, as, as, as we always talk about, it's not going to be the X's and O's. It's going to be the Jimmys and Joes that come in. And in that third year, we had guys that had played for us two years and had closed that gap. And once they got a taste of victory, and, and I can remember it quite well, at Paul Tyson Field, we beat, we beat Marlin, and we were all of a sudden on top of the world. And the, and the kids came back, and the, we won uh, – Obviously, we won six games in a row, won the district, and, and even won a playoff game that year. But if there's no guarantee. Um, you just got to you've got to you've got to have a process. You can't be consumed with winning and losing. You got to be consumed with be, getting better with the process. And the only way you get better is to repeat, 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 to where people don't have to think. If you if your players are out there thinking, you're not going to win very many ball games. But if they're just reacting, you're going to do quite well. All right, uh, I'm getting fired up. I'm ready to go right now. We, we are at Mesquite Memorial Stadium here in Mesquite as the uh, as the Waco Lions get ready to open up the season. And we're joined now by Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Greg, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. Hey, absolutely. Happy holidays, guys. Uh, it is. It feels like a holiday, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised anybody had to go to work today. I feel like that should be a statewide holiday. You know, I'm with you. You ought to work on that. We, we, you, and I tell you, your partner tonight, uh, uh, later on this evening on on the uh, scoreboard show, we, we we were visiting with Craig Way on the drive up today, and and you know he he didn't even bring up that today was a holiday. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to address that with him tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that I put a bug in his ear because we can use his support. Uh, he's got that political clout. He's an Austin guy. You know, he can throw his weight around down there. We can get this thing done. <laughs> Greg, let's talk about some of the big games, and uh, l- let's start with the game that uh, you guys are going to have on your air, Colleyville Heritage and Grapevine. You know, I, and I don't know if, if one of them had to get on a plane and fly to the, you know, <laughs> what what is it, four miles maybe? Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a, it's a local rivalry, of course, in, in the DFW Metroplex. When you're talking about the Battle of the Red Rail, Colleyville Heritage and Grapevine, and it figures to be a really fun matchup. You know, these are two teams that I think are really explosive, and, and I, I would be pretty surprised if this is a low-scoring affair. I think you're going to see some points in this game. You know, Colleyville Heritage co- coached by former uh, Manville coach Kirk Martin, and and these this team that he's got kind of looks like one of those Manville teams that he had. Maybe not as explosive, but they're going to hit some big plays. They're going to take some deep shots, and I would not be surprised even line of the scoreboard. Grapevine's a really interesting team. I'm very intrigued by what they've got up front. They're very, they're very stout. 
up front, uh, especially on the defensive side. And then they got a bunch of little water bugs out there. Guys like Caleb Tejada uh, out there wide, Parker Polk. Guys who get out in space, they make one guy miss, and zoom, they're gone. So I think we're going to be in for some big plays uh, live on Valley Sports Southwest tonight. I think it's going to be a fun way to kick off uh, Texas high school football season. You know, and there's, and I want to jump on a, another game of the Metroplex. Uh, tomorrow afternoon over at the Star, uh, it's it's Denton Ride and Longview in the Jerry Jones Classic, and that really kind of intrigues me as well. Yeah, it's a huge game for, for a number of reasons. First and foremost, obviously, these are two state-ranked powerhouses. Denton Ryan, the defending 5A Division One state champs, Longview starting the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the, beyond that, if you drill down even further, you notice that these two teams are both in Region Region 2 of 5A Division One. And so this is an early pecking order game when you're talking about this. Now, now Denton Ryan does lose some key components from last year. Jatavian Sanders is off to Texas. Billy Bowman, I believe, is off to Oklahoma uh, you know they've, they've moved around a little bit those guys are gone plus they lost a transfer in their big defensive tackle there Alexander who transferred over to Fort Worth Brewer but the, the, the cupboard is far from far from empty for Dave Hennigan's squad they're going to be really solid Longview is really interesting I think they have one of the best wide receivers in the state in Jalen Hale they've got an outstanding sophomore running back in Taylor Tatum the question for them is going to be quarterback where they've got a couple of options but they haven't really settled on one guy yet and on the defensive side where John King is going to have to reload a lot of that defense. And so this is an early measuring stick game, not only uh, for these two teams, but also to give an early kind of shakeout of what 5A Division One Region 2 may in fact look like. Greg, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, we're going to have Temple and Austin Westlake. And, and, uh, and again, Westlake just absolutely loaded. Yeah, they absolutely are, and, and, and uh, of course, the defending uh, 6A Division One state champs start the year number one in our rankings, and for good reason. They've got the Clemson committed quarterback in K. Klubnick, one of the best wide receivers uh, in, in the Austin area, at least in Jaden Greathouse, and the underrated thing about them is their offensive line might be one of the very best in the state. Uh, that is something certainly to keep an eye on early in the, in the season is just how good this offensive line is. You know, the defense has some retooling to do, but they do still have their, their star defensive coordinator, Tony Salazar, coordinating it. They do lose nine starters from last year's really outstanding defense. How do they reload there? But I'm interested in the Temple team. You know, Scott Stewart's squad have always started fast, and that's one thing I think is going to be interesting. You know, that we know they've got a couple of play, playmakers I like, like Mikel Harrison Pilot, uh, like Samari Howard. Uh, I love this linebacker, Tory York. I think he is a potential all state type guy. I think he's really, really impressive. And let's not underestimate the fact that they got to come to Wildcat Stadium. And that is that is a home field advantage, plain and simple. You know, Westlake has played in, in hostile atmospheres, but opening night of Texas high school football season, Wildcat Stadium is going to be rocking for the blue front white back magic. And maybe if this thing close into the fourth quarter, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, Temple can go out there and stun the state. Let's talk about some uh, some other Central Texas games. In the one, I, I promised uh, if I wasn't here in West Mesquite uh, at Mesquite Memorial, I'd be at, and that is Lorena and Franklin. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I think this is a game that's flying under people's radar, maybe because it's not those kind of na- those statewide brand names. But I think this game is absolutely fabulous. Franklin starts the year number one in 3A Division Two, which I think turned some heads when we revealed that. But look, 
they're loaded. They got a ton coming back, including Bryson Washington, all these guys back from a team that came within a whisker of playing, winning a state championship uh, a year ago. They're absolutely loaded, but they're going to have a very early test against Lorena, a team that, you know, not only are they very good, but they're also bigger than them. You know, this is a 3A Division well, two team against a 3A Division one team. And so one thing to keep an eye on is exactly how well uh, how Franklin deals with Jadon Porter. They're at the wide receiver there at Lorena. This, this wide receiver, he is a, he's a menace. He's a menace out there. You've got to know where he is every single time. And I think that Reed Nitschner, their running back, is very talented as well. Furthermore, I think that Ray Biles feels really good about what he's got on the defensive side. If they can find some linebackers, some linebackers to step up and fill those gaps, then I think Lorena's got a great shot to make a run. And they could certainly turn some heads early if they were to take down the number one team uh, in 3A Division two. In uh, 2A Division II, the, a, a team that uh, I think expects to be at AT&T Stadium mm-hmm. at the end of the year is the Mar Panthers, Kevin Hoffman's club, and they're going to open up with the Teague Lions. Yeah, you know, of course the, they, they expect to be there, and, and they should. I mean, heck, they, they've been there pretty much every single year. They, they, they more or less live there at this point. Um, and, and, yeah, this is a team that uh, is very interesting. Uh, and there's going to be a different Mark team because simply because uh, they lose Roger L. Freeman. Roger L. Freeman was so important to what they do, uh, you know, everywhere, you know, last year's team. But, I mean, make no mistake, this, this team is not going anywhere. When you're talking about uh, Demarion Medlock, you're talking about Clay Darian Campbell, Keyshawn Clayter. It seems loaded for bear. And that defense, I think, has a chance to really take a step forward. Uh, you know, even last year, their defense was very good. Uh, but they bring back 10 starters from that team, uh, from that defense. I mean, they were, they were, it's easy to forget that this is a relatively young team. And so that's the, that's the challenge for Teague in the early going. You know, Teague is a team uh, that I think is, is one of those, you know, maybe call them a bit of a sleeper, uh, a team that, that maybe if things break right, they could, uh, they could uh, really turn it around. I think they, they like what they got coming back on defense. But, uh, but this feels like Mark comes out and, and makes a statement in this one uh, for Teague. The biggest question for them is can they find a way to, to deal with the team? speed that Mark's going to put out there because very few teams in the state can boast that kind of track talent. Hey, Greg, talk about the the, the new app, uh, Football Friday. I, I was just uh, downloading it last night and putting them, some favorite teams in it. and uh, it, Really a, a cool app, and you can do multiple things with this app. Yeah, most certainly. You know, this is the Football Friday app uh, that used to be run by, by Fox Sports Southwest, now known as Valley Sports Southwest, is now flying under the Dave Campbell's Texas football banner. And so, uh, you know, that's the one thing that, that's always been difficult, right, is that there are, you know, tonight there's going to be something along the lines of 600 Texas high school football games, uh, and everybody's looking for a different kind of score. Uh, and so we try to kind of put that in one place. And so we, we hope you'll download the Football Friday app. Uh, make sure you go and, and set your team so you can see how these teams uh, are doing. And, and there's live scoring for all these games because it's user-generated. If you're somewhere, if you're at the game and, and Mart scores a touchdown, you can plug it in and let people know, hey, Mart's up seven and nothing. And so uh, that's that's really cool. And so the Football Friday app is available on the Android in the in the Google Store as well as the Apple uh, iTunes Store. And uh, we're, we're really proud of it. We're working out a couple of kinks. Uh, it's one of those things that when you work out these kinks, you never know how things are going to work until hundreds of thousands of people log on to it at the exact same time last last night. But uh, I think we've got things settled pretty well, and we're excited to see uh, where this app can go because uh, we know Texas high school football fans uh, crave those scores on Friday night. Hey, Greg, enjoy the games tonight. Look forward to watching the, the show tonight. And, uh, man, we are off and running week one, and how exciting is that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and, and it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And uh, I will just say one more thing, one caution to your listeners. Remember, 
It's week one, guys. There's going to be some weird results. Don't overreact to everything. It's just one week, but it certainly is good to have Texas high school football back. Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. All right, take care, boys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Now, I, Coach Tusi, he's the guy that's uh, that's in tune with what's going on. <laughs> he's he's got the, the towns, the names, the districts. He's uh, he's got it all. He's uh, he's on top of it, no question. All right, it is a 5:13, 13 minutes after five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us, Tom Barfield and uh, Ward White, Aaron Sexton, Coach Tusa's joining in, and and you here on this uh, on this uh, Friday afternoon. Again, our pregame show will begin at 6:30. We'll have the kickoff at seven o'clock right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then we're going to take a second here, and we're going to talk about our good friends over to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And, you know, there's a – we've said it a million times, Ted Teague and his staff are going to take care of you during the sale process. But you know what? They're going to take care of you after the sale as well. they got a tremendous service department, and uh, you're, you're going to love the way things operate over there. they got 14 technicians. they got nine quick lube operators. They've got advisors. Now, these advisors do one thing. They take care of the customer. You drop your vehicle off for service or repair, and your first thing you're doing is like, I wonder if my car's ready. I wonder. Well, you don't have to wonder anymore. They they keep you up to date with either a text message or an email or a phone call and let you know just exactly what's going on with your vehicle. And and what a, what a tremendous service that is from Alan Samuels. And man, you can come in and check out the most prestigious Jeep. And we're talking about the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L. The uh, beautiful rugged third row seat with the, this incredible Jeep, and they're arriving daily. And you can uh, you're going to fall in love with it, the uh, Grand Cherokee L. Make sure and check it out while you're over at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Uh, they uh, they are your friend in the car business. They're at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. The top point scorer from last season won't be disappointed if the offense bogs down in the red zone during Sunday's preseason finale. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. Sunday's preseason finale is a game for young guys on the Cowboy roster bubble, so don't look for starters to play, except for kicker Greg Zerline, who's returning to action after missing camp while rehabbing from offseason back surgery. He needs reps, so is it okay with him if the offense has to settle for field goals instead of scoring touchdowns? Anytime we're in field goal range in the game, hopefully 
I get the chance, but I understand it's it's a football game. You're going to try and play it like you normally would. And hopefully we score touchdowns, but I'm not going to complain. <laughs> That's a very tricky question. <laughs> I'd like to get some field goals uh, as well as PATs, yes. Kickoff in Arlington Sunday is noon central. Cooper Rush will start at quarterback for Dallas and first overall draft pick Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Hey, if you uh, or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of the Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is board certified, is a board certified pain specialist. You can call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. And Dr. Rao Ali of, uh, of Hill Regional Hospital brings you the Cowboy Update each and every weekday afternoon. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan. We will donate to the local Mentoring Alliance Waco, formerly serving as Boys and Girls Club of Waco. When you refinance or get a new or used auto loan, rates are as low as 1.99% APR on a new vehicle. You will save, and every auto loan activates a donation for local kids. Plus, you can defer your payment for up to 90 days. It's money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com for details and flexible terms. Everything we do, we do for you. Loan subject to credit approval and some restrictions apply. Now through August, member NC. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Pioneerboys.com. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We do have a chance of an isolated shower or isolated thunderstorm early this evening. I do think most high school football games, though, will stay dry. Otherwise, partly cloudy skies and lows dropping to 74 degrees. And tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies. We do have a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, about a 30% chance, and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Goodfeet store. 
It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. The NFL has proposed increasing COVID-19 testing for vaccinated players as cases surge around the country and multiple teams deal with case clusters that have sidelined prominent players and coaches. The league wants to move from testing every 14 days to testing every seven days. Number 24 Utah is named its starting quarterback. Former Bear Charlie Brewer will get the nod when the season opens September 2nd against Weber State. Rangers start a series with the Astros tonight, 7.05 first pitch. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University Trojans at AM Consolidated on Star 104.9. Waco High at West Mesquite on ESPN Central Texas. Both those pregames start at 6.30. And the Temple Wildcats host Austin Westlake on Fox Sports Central Texas. That pregame starts at 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, let's uh, get to the grab bag here this afternoon at 5.22 or 22 after 5 as uh, you um, make your way home this afternoon. And uh, we'll begin with Baylor football. Baylor football seniors Terrell Bernard, Tristan Ebner, Connor Galvin, Xavier Newman-Johnson, Jalen Petrie, R.J. Sneed, and Tyquan Thornton, along with uh, J.T. Woods, have been named to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowls Big Board as announced Friday by the uh, organization. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Let's see, what else do we have going on? Uh, Last night in soccer over at Betty Lou Mays Field, it was a a very physical contest, and a contest that was uh, uh, won by Nebraska. The uh, final was 2-1. to The Bears are now 1-2 and on the season, and they'll be back in action on Sunday when they host SMU at Betty Lou Mays Field. Uh, let's see here. How about this one, Aaron Sexton? The New York Yankees won their 12th consecutive ball game last night by beating the Athletics uh, seven to six. A 12-game streak. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the other end of that, the Orioles had what a 20-game losing streak. They finally got off that uh, a couple days ago, and now they're on a two-game win streak. They're a few games behind the Yankees, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> at least they're doing a little better. Yeah. Uh, The National Football League has proposed increasing its COVID-19 testing for vaccinated players as uh, uh, cases surge around the country and multiple teams deal with a uh, case clusters that have sidelined prominent players and coaches. And, you know, the Cowboys are are part of that deal. They mean, they uh, they played an exhibition game without their defensive coordinator. You say, well, that's no big deal. What if it's week three? What if it's week four? Uh, you know, and, and then you got some players that flat just won't follow the rules. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. I mean, that the, no matter what the NFL says or does, um, you know, there are certain players that have just decided, no, not going to do it. Uh, so, a couple of Bills well, players come to mind right off the well, bat. Well, yeah, uh, and, and I don't get it, and I never will understand it. So, I mean, you know, there you go. I mean, 
again, everybody has their choice, uh, you know, whether to, to, to get vaccinated or not. But if they ask you to wear a mask, for example, uh, they, they one of the criteria to enter this press box was that you wear a mask. And so we wore a mask to come into the, the press box. Uh, James Winston has officially secured uh, his uh, his second chance. Winston will be the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback in week one. You a little surprised by that move? Uh, yeah, honestly, I thought it would it would probably be Taysom Hill, but uh, uh, Taysom with- seemed to be the guy last year, right? I mean, when yeah. when they needed to go, you know, in that direction, he seemed to be the guy that they turned to. But obviously, Winston d- did something in camp. Well, and he looked really good in the preseason game. I mean, he was throwing to third and fourth string receivers and playing against the backup defense, but uh, he threw a couple of, of long balls. Now, uh, well, what's the receiver's name? I can't, I'm drawing a blank, but he threw a couple of really, really good deep balls that turned in for long touchdown passes. He, he, looked, he looked very good in the last game, and I think that's what kind of pushed him over the top. And we were and we, we uh, seriously we did uh, we were joking around with Greg Tepper earlier, but we did have an opportunity to uh, to talk to uh, Craig Way, who's going to be working that high school football game on Valley Sports Southwest. And I, you know, we were joking around, said, "Hey, what's the deal on the quarterback? Is it Casey Thompson or Hudson Carr?" And he said, well, "No one really knows right now." So uh, I, I am a little surprised that uh, as they get ready to go into game week, they've got a game next uh, next Saturday as well. September the 4th against 23rd-ranked Louisiana, that they haven't made the announcement of who their starting quarterback is going to be. And will they announce who their starting starting quarterback is going to be? Yeah, you, you know, I uh, I don't know whether they're maybe trying to keep Louisiana. I mean, you know who the players are and their skill sets, but, you know, maybe trying to keep it under wraps until then. I don't know. I don't think many teams do that. We've heard so many announcements of, of starting quarterbacks over the last week, most teams, you know, are letting the world know. I, including Syracuse, who said, we're going to start two. So uh, that's – but uh, in, in Austin, they're, they're not announcing who the uh, starting quarterback is going to be. And finally, don't forget uh, tomorrow night, the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet uh, with uh, the uh, 2020 class and the 2021 class being inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Derek Johnson, who was on our program uh, yesterday and, and played for Coach Tusa at Waco High, will be inducted. Former Cowboys, DeMarcus Ware and Charlie Waters. Former Baylor basketball standout, Sophia Young-Malcolm, uh, Teresa Witherspoon, uh, Shane Leckler, Michelle Carter, uh, France, uh, Francie Smith. There, I mean, there is some unbelievable talent that is going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Coach Tusa, you, you know several of these, and, man, this really is uh, this really is a who's who class. Absolutely, Tom. You know, uh, each and every year I'm, I'm astounded uh, by who's not in there and is just now getting in there because some of these names are, have been household names for a long time, and uh, these people were at the top of their game, and uh, for, for years and years it's just – it is amazing the amount of talented people that have come out of this state. And if you look annually, Tom, the, uh, uh, the, the recruiting lists uh, of various sports, uh, it all, uh, it, it all uh, begins here in Texas, uh, by and large. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a testament to, to the way we run our sports programs here in a professional manner, trying to give each 
each and every uh, uh, young person an opportunity to better themselves. All right, so there you go. That is our uh, that is our um, our grab bag here. It is five twenty eight twenty eight after five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor soccer with their home season opener. Plus, Baylor volleyball opens on the road tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Welcome to Toyota's National Sales Event. Thanks, Jen. You know, I've been waiting to get a great deal on a new Toyota all year. Great deals are kind of our thing. Right now, we've got exciting offers on our lineup of 2021s, like Camry, Corolla, RAV4, Tacoma. Oh, wait, look at that Highlander. Jen, do you mind watching Chance? Oh, um, okay. Thanks, Jen. You're the best. Listen, Chance, I run a tight ship around here, so I don't want any funny business. Aw, who's a good boy? Toyota's national sales event is on, but these offers won't last long. Visit your participating Toyota dealer today. No chance. That's a display. It's not real grass. Right now, qualified lessees can lease a new 2021 Tundra Special Edition for only $4.19 a month for 24 months with $29.99 due at signing. Toyota, let's go places. Visit toyota.com for details. Offers available in select states and N9721. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back. Baylor soccer with their season home opener last night at Betty Lou Mays Field, hosting former Big 12 rival Nebraska. Baylor drops the match 2-1 to the Huskers to drop to 1-2 on the season. Next up for Paul Jobson and Baylor soccer, hosting SMU Sunday evening at 7 at Betty Lou Mays Field. Meanwhile, Baylor Volleyball in Madison, Wisconsin for the weekend, playing a tournament there, part of the Big 12 Big Ten Challenge. Baylor number 10 in the nation, not shying away from tough competition, playing five of their first six matches against top 10 opponents all on the road. Here's volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. We're going to go for it, you know. If, if we can get some Ws, I think it gives us a great shot as a top four seed. If we don't, it shows us where we need to get better. Um, you know, I knew that uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin was going to be tough. Tennessee was going to be tough. We owed them a return from uh, 2019. Uh, I didn't know Pitt was going to be the other team that they were going to bring to the tournament. So there's another top ten. And then uh, excited to get out to Florida. You know, Yossi's uh, <clears throat> from that area. And her mom be able to catch, catch the matches. Uh, preseason is brutal and deep for sure. But uh, we got depth, we got healthy bodies, we're glad we're doing it together, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go for it this year. 
Ryan McGuire and 10th-ranked Baylor in action tonight against 7th-ranked Minnesota in Madison, Wisconsin. They'll then play 2nd-ranked Wisconsin coming up tomorrow. Remember, meet the Bears tomorrow afternoon, 2.30 to 4 at McLean Stadium. It is free and open to the public tomorrow. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday, I'm John Morris. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs, brought to you by Security Bank of Crawford, Crawford Booster Club, Benchmark Mortgage, MP Electric, and TFNB, your bank for life. Well, Coach, after all the practice and all the preparation, it's finally time to play some football this Friday as you open up the season against Goldway. Um, first of all, tell me uh, how you think you, you're, you're coming into this first game team-wise. Well, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a process for us. Uh, this is a different ball club than it was last year. Uh, we have some some returners that uh, – Played a great deal last year, but we're we're uh, inexperienced in a number of places, and so this process of just trying to put the right pieces together uh, has been, uh, you know, the biggest challenge for us so far. Uh, we uh, we went into our second scrimmage expecting the opportunity to scrimmage against Bremont, and unfortunately we didn't get to due to some health issues at Bremont. They weren't able to travel. Uh, so we really uh, we missed that scrimmage opportunity. So right now we're just evaluating ourselves and doing the best we can to get ready in preparation to go away. Tell us a little bit about them and what to expect uh, from them when you play them this week. Well, Gulfway's a, uh, a slot T team. Uh, they've got nine returners on offense and uh, eight on defense. So they're very experienced. Uh, I think uh, they execute that offense very well. I think those kids understand how it works. Uh, and so, uh, you know, there's a lot of misdirection involved in their offense. And, uh, you know, they'll they'll hit you with big plays when you least expect it. So we have to be prepared and, and be disciplined in what we're doing. Defensively, they're an odd front team. Uh, they're very aggressive on defense. They ha I think they execute very well up front. And their secondary seems to be uh, very well coached in the back end. So it'll be a big challenge for us. ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Ogilvy, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.com. Mark.us.
The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom Barfield and Ward White, along with Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. We are in Mesquite, Texas, where uh, it is Friday night lights. It's the Waco Lions and the West Mesquite Wranglers. We'll have the uh, broadcast for you coming up at 6.30 tonight. Final tune-up for the Cowboys as they get ready for Jacksonville on Sunday. And it, and it certainly feels like a, uh, a, a NFL football game being a Sunday noon kick. And 11 o'clock broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. And we welcome in from the Cowboy Network, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Yeah, absolutely. I know you guys are getting ready for some high school football. I've got a good one on tap tonight as well. It's going to be a lot of fun kind of getting back into the swing of things, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and we're all jazzed about that. So where are you working tonight? So I've got the TV stream call for Duncanville and Matterday uh, in Duncanville. So it's the number one ranked team in the country, the Matterday Monarchs, coming to Texas to take on Reginald Samples, Duncanville Panthers. So I've got a fun one on Flow Sports coming up at 7.30. Yeah, indeed you do. And and we'll see Duncanville a little later on in the year here uh, as the uh, Waco Lions take on Duncanville in district play. Let, let's talk about the Cowboys. Uh, uh, and, you know, obviously great news with what's going on with Dak. Yeah, uh, and seeing him back out on the field, and I tweeted this out while watching practice earlier it wasn't just a good sight. Of course, seeing number four back out there and being interactive and having those conversations and being full participant in practice, yeah, that's all nice. But there was an added fluidity to the offense that wasn't there whenever Garrett Gilbert or Cooper Rush or Ben DiNucci were taking snaps behind center. I mean, it is notice, notable uh, how much of a difference Dak Prescott has been making while showing uh, at least any kind of, of reps during the summer. And he, he uncorked it a little bit today, which I thought was impressive. I mean, 40, 45, 50 yards even downfield 
to, to receivers. He hit Amari Cooper a couple times, hit Michael Gallup even on a couple of occasions downfield. His best throw of the day was to Malik Turner in the back of the end zone. Uh, and, I mean, he looked crisp. And I, I think if anybody were to be worried about the shoulder injury and anything lingering, at least here in the early process of his return back to football, I think today would have probably snuffed a little bit of that out. You you mentioned Cooper Rush and uh, Garrett Gilbert and those guys. Uh, to me, it's intriguing to see how this number two spot is still up for grabs. And is it Cooper Rush's job? Is it Garrett Gilbert's job? Does Sunday decide it? I mean, what, what's going to happen with, with that position? Yeah, I think it's more wide open than it has been throughout the offseason heading into this Jacksonville game. And I, I think Sunday will decide it. And there's a couple of dominoes, I think, that have already fallen to kind of show that that's the case. One, the first domino that fell was Cooper Rush took the, the snaps with the ones prior to Dak Prescott's return this week and, and replaced Garrett Gilbert in the rotation as, as the number two quarterback. And I think that's significant because initially, and in everything that we had been told by the coaching staff, everything we had seen on the practice field it was Garrett Gilbert's job to lose so that was the first domino the second domino happened yesterday when the Cowboys went and restructured Ezekiel Elliott's deal and you may be asking the question of why does a running back's contract deal with the backup quarterback well it opened up 6.8 million dollars in cap space which is more than enough money if you wanted to go get a quarterback that's going to hit the open market whenever these cap casualties start hitting the the open market in a couple of weeks then you have the money now to play around with a backup quarterback and feel confident in who you get so i think tomorrow or excuse me sunday will definitely decide it is it going to be cooper rush who has had an impressive preseason who has taken snaps with the first team and been in a kellen moore system for the last four years or is it going to be garrett gilbert who was the the initial thought to be the backup quarterback or are they going to go get somebody now now there's a third wrench kind of thrown into the mix. So I, I really do think, Tom, you're on the, the right track there. That's the number one question for Cowboys fans heading into this Jacksonville game is who is going to be behind Dak Prescott should something happen? You mentioned that $6.8 million. So uh, you've been around this team. You've been around this organization. You've been around the Jones family. Tell me, uh, in your opinion, uh, are they going to go out and shop hard? Or is it we're just going to kick a tire or two and see what's available? Uh, I think they need to wait to see what's available because you can look around the league and there are a couple of quarterbacks that are kind of uh, on crowded depth charts on teams that have multiple quarterbacks that at least could start. I mean, you look at the, the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, they've got a couple guys that maybe will hit the open market at some point. And it just turns into that as, as if somebody is there that makes you feel more comfortable that having a Cooper Rush and a Garrett Gilbert, then you, you go and do that. I asked the question on our podcast this week. I threw a hypothetical out there, and I said, okay, three weeks this year, Dak Prescott's unavailable. I don't want to even throw a specific out there. I don't want to throw it out in the wind. But if Dak's out for three weeks, what do you think each of the quarterback's record would be? And none of us really kind of came up with an answer that had any more than two wins. I, I think it was one and two for all – three quarterbacks with the exception of Ben DiNucci, who was 0-3. So there's not a whole lot of confidence, I think, right now of, of keeping the ship afloat should have something happen to Dak Prescott. And I think that that extra money and that extra cap space is going to help you out a ton whenever that time comes around. 
talking with Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboy Network. Kyle, talk a little bit about some of the, we mentioned the quarterback spot, but some of the other jobs that might be up for grabs and guys fighting for, for those roster spots when Tuesday rolls around. Yeah, I think swing tackle is still a position that's certainly undecided. Ty Inteki, who came in as a veteran addition this offseason, didn't necessarily uh, really wow anybody throughout training camp, and I think it kept the door open for Terrence Steele. They've pretty much evenly split the, the swing tackle reps throughout training camp and throughout the preseason. Both guys have played on the left side and the right side of that offensive line. And uh, it's kind of the same thing with Dak Prescott. Should anything happen to Tyron Smith or to Lyle Collins, who left practice earlier today, uh, should something happen to either one of those guys, then you want to feel comfortable back there. Uh, And I think right now neither one uh, really gives you a ton of options. The other one is backup center. Right now Connor Williams is a COVID-19 protocol, uh, and it will not play this weekend, at least it it seems that way, heading into Saturday. But if, right now he's your backup center, and he needed those game game reps to really feel like you, you had something or somewhat of depth uh, behind Tyler Biotis. So at least it looks like right now Matt Farniok, the, the drafted rookie out of Nebraska, is going to have a huge opportunity to be the second string behind uh, a Tyler Biotis should something happen there as well. Kyle, uh, I know the Cowboys uh, have a, a, a true fullback on the roster, will we see much two-back offense? Uh, I mean, you know, us old guys, we remember what, what two-back offenses mm-hmm. look like, but will we see some two-back offense from uh, from uh, Kellen Moore and, and, and Mike McCarthy in this, in this offensive staff? Yeah, I think you will uh, from time to time. And, of course, you're going to see the 20 personnel with, with guys like Tony Pollard and Zeke back there. Uh, Rico Dowdle out for the season now. That, that one hurts you for – uh, a good amount of time, and, and he might have been another guy you could have utilized in that, that aspect. I don't know, Tom, if they're going to have a true fullback on the roster because Shaywo Alonalua was as close as, as anybody's been as a true fullback to, to pop in and, and to maybe make the roster. He had a fantastic training camp, and now he's dealing with a neck injury. So until he returns to health, I, I don't know if they do keep a guy. I mean, right now Nick Ralston is the only one uh, who is at least in that conversation. So if they don't keep a fullback, I, I don't know. It wouldn't be 20 personnel. It wouldn't be two back looks. But you might use a tight end in that formation. I've seen uh, Sean McCune, who should be back next week, from his ankle injury fill in as like an H-back hybrid tight end role behind the line of scrimmage as a blocker. Jeremy Sprinkle, who's a veteran tight end, ha- has certainly filled that role a couple times as well. So I think you'll see Kellen Moore kind of tinker with that a little bit and see where he's going to put guys specifically. But uh, I still think having somebody, an extra blocker, an extra piece of personnel in the backfield is, is in the cards, at least at the moment, for Kellen Moore in this offense. Kyle, I know you've been, you know you got a game tonight and, and uh, you got to cover the Cowboys on Sunday. We do pre- appreciate the time. Uh, have fun tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, guys. Thanks for having me as always. Y'all have fun. See you later. That's Kyle Yeomans for the Cowboy Network uh, talking Dallas Cowboys football. 547. We are 13 away from 6, and this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Polanski Heating and Air and Redwoods Incorporated. Clint Zander has been at Bosqueville for 14 years now. First off, Coach, congratulations. Last year you picked up win number 100 there at Bosqueville. Yes, sir. Uh, 
pretty exciting game there in the playoffs. Uh, down by 20 and a half and come back to win that one. It was, it was a really big victory for us. That was a playoff run last year, and from what I understand, you got quite a bit of uh, players coming back from that team. You should have some high expectations at Bosco this year. We do. We've got a good core group back, a lot of skilled kids and several linemen. Uh, lost a couple of those guys that were impactful for us, but you know we feel good about it. we got to obviously stay healthy and, and get rolling at the right time. From the start of things, we feel good about it. Sometimes when you have nice years like that, you end up losing some of your staff. Did you have any changes in your staff over the offseason? Uh, we didn't. Uh, we, you know, we're fortunate enough to keep all those guys, and uh, I think this will be our third year together as uh, with all the groups here now, so hopefully we can grow off that. Yeah, that continuity can really help a ball club, can it? It, it really can, and, you know, I, I tell people all the time that I think a lot of our success is due to the fact that I've been here so long and we hadn't changed things. And, uh, you know, this is my 17th year overall, 14th as the head football AD, and we do things the same way so our kids know what to expect and what we want out of them, and, and I think that has a big deal to do with our success over the years. You start off against Clifton. Tell me what you expect from the, the Cubs this week. Uh, they, those suckers play hard. I'll tell you that. They, they, uh, they fly to the ball on defense and, and are pretty physical. Uh, run a little wing tee offense that can cause problems with all the misdirection. So it'll be a tough week for us. ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish come visit with greg or scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on esther drive just off north valley mills behind applebee's restaurant redwoods incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention so please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by redwoods incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be you'll be glad you did Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Five fifty-two here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, that is going to do it for us for game time on a football Friday afternoon. We're coming right back at you at six thirty with our pregame show. It is Waco High and West Mesquite, and uh, we'll talk to you at six thirty right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Spectrum Big Twelve Blitz, a daily look inside Big Twelve Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll check in in Norman, Oklahoma. Hear from head coach Lincoln Riley on the progress of quarterback Spencer Rattler. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. Check out the Baylor Bookstore on campus for the latest men's, women's, and children's Baylor apparel. The Baylor Bookstore, also available online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics trusts. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Now for a look at this weekend's matchups in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. It is week zero for college football, a smattering of games around the country. The Big 12 begins play next week. One week from tonight, Kansas opens at home against South Dakota. Everybody else opening one week from tomorrow. That includes the Oklahoma Sooners, the six-time defending Big 12 Conference champs. They'll open at Tulane in New Orleans next Saturday morning. Head coach Lincoln Riley asked this week about the progress of quarterback Spencer Rattler going into his sophomore season. 